0: You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass. with your host, Rick Franzi.
1: Welcome to Critical Mass radio show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live at 4 p.m. on Tuesdays. If you're listening to this show in the future as a podcast, iTunes or Stitcher or one of the other podcasting services that we have now contracted with to beam our message around the world of the power of peer learning, let me just say thank you for making our program a part of your busy business day. If you are listening live, then you know that this show can be heard exclusively on octalkradio.net. If you're listening to us as a podcast, maybe you'd want to consider listening to this program live at 4 p.m. on Tuesdays. That's West Coast time on octalkradio.net. This is one of a series of shows in the Critical Mass radio show series. A show on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. here on octalkradio.net is our nonprofit show. That's where we focus on worthy mid-market nonprofit organizations serving the need throughout Southern California. And if you know of some organization that would benefit from being on the program, then I would ask you to get in touch with me through our website, www.criticalmassforbusiness.com. Our third and final radio show aired each week here on octalkradio.net is our nationally syndicated Critical Mass Coast to Coast. This radio program, which airs live at 3 p.m. here in the Western Time Zone, features interesting interviews with business leaders across the United States to bring a national perspective to the power of peer learning. This show is brought to you, and all of our shows are brought to you by Succession Strategies and Smart Business Magazine. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience, make better business decisions. If you're listening to the program live today and you're expecting to hear my second interview with Michelle Seiler of Professional Real Estate, of Preferred Home Brokers, who is a professional real estate agent, then please stay tuned. Michelle will be here on the program about 25 minutes from now. We're going to be talking a variety of topics with her, and short sales is one of them. Since so many of the properties that have transacted here in Southern California over the past year have gone the short-sale route. But before we do that, we're going to talk with our first guest, and I'm excited to have her on the program. And um, her name is Kim Kelly Thompson. She's executive producer with Beautiful Life Productions. I've invited Kim to be on the show to discuss a recent event that I had the good fortune to attend. It was focused on top five sales professionals of Orange County, and it was held in late June. I also had the opportunity, as I said, to get selected audio recordings from that event and we're going to be bringing a few of those into the program to give you some context for the quality of speakers and guests that were in attendance at this event on june 28th so before we bring kim to the program uh let's listen to at least one excerpt from my recent in-person interviews at the beautiful life production top five sales professionals of orange county I'm at Beautiful Life Productions Top O5 OC Sales Professionals. I'm speaking to one of the featured speakers tonight, and your name is?
2: My name is Kim Kelly Thompson.
1: And Kim, what is your background and experience that allows you to be a speaker here tonight?
2: Well, my background is quite varied in sales. I've been in sales for a number of years. It's really the career that I started in because I quickly saw that I could write my own paycheck. So I loved that. So I got into sales at a very young age and I excelled in sales at a young age. And then I went on because I was intrigued by the fact that some people were able to achieve their goals and others continually struggled. So eventually I bought a franchise with a company called Success Motivation Institute, which is one of the pioneers in the human potential movement. And I started working with them and doing motivational seminars and sales consulting and training. And I worked with companies like REMAX and Tarbell and real estate companies and outside sales forces. So through that, I just continued on and got a little bit involved in production and event production and creating great, unique incentive trips for for clients and selling, obviously. Um, And that is what brought me to this.
1: So I'm looking forward to hearing your talk tonight. What will the guests be able to take away from your messages this evening?
2: Well, I'm going to give them, as each of the speakers here are are asked to give three nuggets. So, my three nuggets really have common denominators, and that is fun and also details. I'm all about having fun in business, and I'm all about really paying attention to the details, because the details are the things that can actually create uh, much more impact for your clients and create a stronger and a repetitive client base, which gives you, of course, sustained income. So... What I'm going to be talking about is really the value of a handwritten note. I'm going to be talking about celebrating successes, and I'm going to be talking about creating experiences that you can invite your prospects and your clients to. Not just events, but experiences. So elevating it. What can you do that's a little bit different? Again, it's the fun and the details that will have those clients and those prospects saying, Oh my gosh, she really has gone to bat for us. She's thought about all sorts of things that really nobody else has paid attention to, so that it gets your clients to really know that you are listening to them, that you're hearing them. And, of course, that translates to business in the business world, that I understand what's important to you. I'm hearing you.
1: I'll be excited to listen to your talk. Thank you for your time, Kim. Thank you. I'm speaking with one of the guest speakers for tonight's Beautiful Life production. The guest is
3: Gary Crisp.
1: And, Gary, why are you here tonight?
3: I am here to help teach and serve and and educate the audience on selling more and on being the best they can be.
1: And what will the audience take away? What are your key nuggets? What's your talk going to focus on?
3: Well, I'm kind of going with the buy one, get one free program. I'm going to talk about three nuggets, which are life nuggets, things like your relationship with yourself, uh, your relationship with your community, and then thirdly. How do you network? And then I'm going to move into the sales nuggets, which are all about some basic blocking and tackling, following up on 100% of your leads, and how important that is. A lot of people talk about it. They don't do that. It's it's very fundamental. Uh, I'm going to talk about a post-sale. Like, how do you lock the door on a sale once you already have a sale? And then, thirdly, I'm going to talk about, with your potential client, it's about what they want, not about what you need. And really getting underneath that whole dynamic that it's really all about them. And once you understand that, it's a whole lot easier to create a relationship that's long-term and mutually beneficial.
1: Those are exciting topics. I look forward to being in the audience and learning from your talk tonight. Thank you for your time. Okay. With... Boaz Rauschwerger. Boaz, what are you doing here today?
3: Well, it looked like a fun event, so I just thought I'd stop by. No, actually, I'm here to share with people just two or three ideas that I believe could make a huge difference in their future and their success.
1: I know this is a conference focused on selling because we have five top Orange County sales professionals, and you're speaking as well. This is put on by Beautiful Life Productions. What do you expect the audience to take away from your final talk tonight? I believe,
3: Rick, the bottom line of all sales is creating a great relationship. Because if you and I cannot create a great relationship, we're going to miss opportunities. So I'm basically teaching my dearly departed Jewish mother's concepts of human relations, how to connect with people, how to create great relationships in minutes that can lead to amazing success.
1: And that's important for salespeople to be able to establish quick relationships that endure the long term. So I'll be excited to hear your message. Thanks, Boaz. It's a pleasure, Rick. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. This is Rick Franci with Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm at the Beautiful Life Productions of Orange County's Top 5 Sales Professionals. And I'm talking with a guest who's here to listen to the speakers. And let's learn a little bit more about him. What is your name? Rick, thank you. Kevin Graham. Hey, Kevin, why are you here today? Well, I have a company called Empowered Sales Training. And I'm here to learn about sales and to discover new things and meet some of the speakers here. I like the energy in the room, and there's quite a bit of people here today, isn't there, Kevin? It's, it's really building up, and it seems very professional, how they put it together. Well, this is Rick Franzi with Critical Mass Radio Show coming to you live tonight. Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. You just had the opportunity to l- listen to quite a number. I think it was, in fact, all five of, our, of the um, featured speakers at the recent Beautiful Life Productions Top 5 Sales Professionals of Orange County held on July 28th. And I'd like to bring now to the show our featured guest, Kim Kelly-Thompson. Welcome to the program.
4: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: Those people that heard this interview, at least so far Critical Mass Radio Show, had a real unique opportunity. They got to hear the the nuggets that each of the five speakers was sharing with the audience. It was a powerful experience. And before we talk about that and the other things that Beautiful Life Production is doing and planning to do here in Orange County, maybe you could give us a little context for your professional background and the work that you've been doing in the community
4: sure absolutely my background really is in event production and also in television production i did produce documentaries for a while with uh... local television stations and pbs and prior to that i was involved in sales and sales and marketing and sales and motivational conferences so i organized filled in motivational conferences with a company called Success Motivation Institute for a number of years and then went on to do some production in television and then I started um working with a local company which was called a basically it's a destination management company where they work with inbound companies looking to really have high level incentive trips. And I did that for, gosh, almost a decade in producing very creative, high level incentive trips for top achievers throughout the United States. Loved that, absolutely loved it, but decided I wanted to have a little more um, time with my family, so I started my own company, which is Kim Kelly Productions, and then met Cheryl and realized that both of us were doing somewhat similar events in that we wanted to really help small businesses and entrepreneurs expand their business reach and their network through the power of live events. So Cheryl and I teamed up, and we are um, both working with uh, or on Beautiful Life Productions
1: concept that you and cheryl are developing for beautiful light productions to be intriguing so I, I wonder if you would indulge me for a minute and take our audience through what is it specifically that your firm is able to do for entrepreneurs and business
4: owners the whole idea is to help them expand their business reach through what we call front porch marketing So you know especially in today's internet savvy technical world sometimes we tend to lose that one-on-one touch and so we utilize events in helping to bring people to a business rather than having people go out and look for for their contacts so we develop events in which we are trying to bring in prospects clients and obviously thereby revenue to to our clients. For example, today we have action coach Jay McDowell and he's having a celebration event. It's called a community celebration event. This is just one in a series of three events that we are producing for him. His first one was a lunch and learn in which Beautiful Life Productions produced an event. Jay gave a talk and educated clients, his some of his existing clients, where he was giving them some additional information. And then we brought in other people that we knew would benefit from him. So thereby, he's obviously building his business reach and expanding his business and his name. And today, in his community celebration, he is recognizing 12 people that he wanted to just acknowledge for helping build his company. And so we are bringing in additional people to help in that celebration, so thereby expanding his business reach. That gives you a little bit of of idea. It's really what we again, we call it front porch marketing. We want that we want that touch, if you will.
1: The term front porch marketing I am not familiar with. So I'm wondering where did that come from? Is that an industry term? Is that a term that you've developed as a part of your IP at Beautiful Life Productions? What's the history of that?
4: It's really it's really something unique to Beautiful Life Productions. It is something that we wanted to help people get back into recognizing each other and acknowledging each other for for their strengths and supporting them and that's that's pretty much what it's all about i think sometimes we tend to lose that personal touch and you know as you know in my my talk for the top five i was all about the handwritten note and getting back to people and talking about really understanding what's important to them and recognizing that. And so sending a note card, not just sending a quick email, but sending a note card and something that was really pulled out what they're all about and recognizing maybe their strengths and their hobbies, that kind of a thing. Well, front porch marking is the same idea. It's the personal touch. It's really getting in front of people and and helping them shine.
1: To me, because I've had, I can't, I, I probably have lost count of the number of thoughtful entrepreneurs that I've had on the show to talk about social media and how it's a powerful branding tool and tool for small and mid-market business owners. And that's true. I firmly believe that. I also find it so interesting that um, in the midst of that, here is your business looking at establishing personal connections again for your clients with their clients and their community, which is, it's so rich that the ideas that are available to entrepreneurs and business owners working with companies like yours and others to really build their brand in the market. What a great idea you guys are developing at Beautiful Thank Life you. Production.
4: Thank you. You know, I mean, you're right. Social media is hugely important. You can't get away from that and it's it's necessary. Emails, all of that. It's necessary. But if you think about it, how many meetups are there? right now. And why is that? How many networking groups are there? And why is that? Why? Because people like to connect with people. We're so used to being in front of our computer. We're so used to sending blogs out. We're so used to sending these little clips out and autoresponders and all of that, that it gets overwhelming. And I mean, I'm sure you find this at the end of the day, you just go, ah, oh, I just need like human contact. And that's why there's so many meetups. That's why there's so many networking groups. You know, you you want that personal connection. And that's that's pretty much what it's all about.
1: So tell us about other events. You mentioned the one that is going on today, but what else can the community expect to see from Beautiful Life Productions?
4: Our next big event that we're working on right now is the OCWBE, which is the acronym for Orange County Women's Business Expo. We're really excited about that. That's coming up on uh, November 15th, Thursday, November 15th, from 2 to 8, and it will be at the Hilton in Irvine right across from the airport. The idea is to really celebrate and support women, business owners, and executives in and around the Orange County area. So even though we're supporting and recognizing women in business, it, it is open, obviously, to men as well. So it's, it's something that we just felt was there was a need for it, as I said, there's a lot of networking groups, but we it something where we're really acknowledging and, and recognizing women that have made a significant contribution to the community and to the county of Orange. And that's pretty much what this is going to be about. It's an educational networking so that we will have networking vendor booths open, and then after about an hour we will have an educational symposium, if you will, and we will have speakers that will talk about really building your business, the financial aspects of it, what you need to know. And then we will have networking again, and then we will have a panel discussion uh, with some, led by some top executives in Orange County. And then we'll have some more networking, and then our final keynote will be Marsha Weeder, who is a longtime guest on Oprah and created a company called Dream University, and her mission is to really help women reach their dreams. And then we open it up for networking and, of course, social hour. Bar opens, appetizers, the whole thing. So it's a celebration.
1: So who are you expecting to attend? Who in our audience uh, uh, would you say would be the right people to look at this event as being there as a guest?
4: I think anybody that really wants, well, a couple of things. Anybody that wants to network with other women business owners, with actually anybody that's a business um, in business in and around Orange County, I think for sponsors, it would highly and great target to to be in front of women, and particularly women, successful women in business, because women um, really, as you know, have a strong purchasing power, and anybody that's really looking to expand their business reach, to get educated on ways in which they can build their business profitably. And not go into the hole and have financial problems that a lot of people tend to do, especially in their first year or two of business. So it's really open to a variety of people, not just women, as I said, but men as well.
1: Do you see this as a one-time event? Is there a conversation about doing it more frequently? What do you What do you expect? This
4: will be this will be one of uh, Beautiful Light Productions, one of BLP's signature events. So this will be going an ongoing event annually, just like the Top Five. So and we will be looking at holding it every year in November, most likely at least in the fall.
1: As a lead into our conversation today, Kim, we played the radio excerpts that I was the interviews that I was able to get with you and the other uh, featured speakers of that evening. So, um, for for the future sales top five sales professional Orange County event, what will people who weren't able to make this year's event what can they expect to see from that event? Well,
4: I think. A couple of things that that event did, number one, it created great relationships, business relationships. There are a number of people that we have found since that event that have called us and said, Oh my gosh i 'm now doing business with you know this, this, and this person, and it 's all because I met them at that event and we had a chance to sit down and talk. The beauty of that event is that it was succinct, we gave quite a bit of information in a short amount of time, but there was plenty of time for networking, which is, that's one of the things that you find at Beautiful Life Productions at our events, is that there's time for networking, because again, that's key, and people want that human touch, so I think anybody that attends that event, or even the, the OCWBE event, will find that there are typically great business relationships that come out of that, and it does indeed help to expand your business reach.
1: If someone would like to learn more about Beautiful Life Productions, how do they find your company online?
4: Beautiful, com. We have Beautiful Life Campaign. And if they want to know more about the Orange County Women in Business Expo, that is www.ocwbe.com.
1: I really appreciate you making time to be with us today for speaking about the event that I was able to attend and listen to and and help share the vision and, and future for Beautiful Life Productions. Thank you, Kim.
4: Thank you. Truly appreciate it. Thanks so much.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Rick Franzi, Critical Mass Radio Show. That was our first guest, Kim Kelly Thompson. And I hope you uh, found the excerpts at the audio in in the beginning of the show informative and look forward to future Beautiful Life production events here throughout the Southland. We're going to come back with our second guest. The conversation is going to be around the real estate market and, in particular, short sales. So hold on should be a very lively conversation but first let's spend a few minutes with a couple of our sponsors smart business network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight advice and strategy for c-level executives of fast growth middle market and large companies as one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals under the smart business name smart business network publishes 19 regional print editions presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs and produces a vibrant, interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com.
0: Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self assessment at successionstrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's succession-strategies.com succession-strategies.com succession planning for your family's continued success.
1: Back to the Critical Mass Radio Show. The market for homes in Orange County has been chaotic and challenging for both buyers and sellers. That's why I've invited Michelle Seiler to join the show to provide insight on the area of short sales. You know, short sales are a possible way for sellers to avoid foreclosure, and also it may be an opportunity for a buyer to save money on the purchase of a property. That's only some of what I hope that we can talk about today with Michelle here on Critical Mass Radio Show. So let me welcome our second guest today. Michelle, welcome to the program.
5: Hi, Rick. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today about this uh, short sale market and what's going on here today. Thank you so much.
1: Before we go there, let me ask you, tell us a little bit about your Professional background and experience that kind of led you up to this point in your career, Michelle.
5: Okay, sure, Rick. My experience is um, I started out as a buyer's agent. A buyer's agent is someone who represents buyers that are purchasing a home. And I started out at the company that I'm currently working with. I was working for a husband and wife team before I decided that I wanted to go and work on my own and just be my own agent. I'm still at the same brokerage here, but have always had an interest in real estate and one of the reasons why i do tell a lot of my buyers on my sellers why i got into real estate was i had back when i bought my first home me and my husband we had a very um challenging situation when we bought our first home and it kind of intrigued me to go into real estate several years ago so that's how i got started on becoming a real estate agent and how i can better assist either buyers or sellers right now in this market
1: and let's talk little bit about the firm that you are currently affiliated with and help us to understand a little bit more about the the firm and why you chose to kind of hang your shingle if you want to think of it that way but be with them and associate with them as a professional real estate agent.
5: Sure yeah I'd love to. The name of my company is called Preferred Home Brokers and we have been established since 1976. We are an independent brokerage and we're located in North Orange County. We serve about four counties in the surrounding areas And what makes us different from other brokerages is is that we work under our own umbrella and we're not obligated to use certain services, um, affiliates, and what that means to the consumer is that it sometimes places them in a different situation, what might be better for them. It's just a a really good company to work for and we uh, are referred a lot of repeat business and that's basically why we've lasted about 35 years, because we, we work off of a lot of referral bases, a lot of repeat business, Preferred Home Brokers. As
1: a real estate professional, do you, do you have a guiding principle for how you approach your practice? And if so, could you share, because I know you've learned a lot and you've had a lot of experiences in the industry, and I, I'd just like to get at what it is that you consider your guiding principle.
5: Yeah, I think right now with the market where we're at, especially in the short sale and foreclosure market, one of my guiding principles right now, Rick, would probably have to be is that we never give up our clients, are first, whether it be a seller or a buyer. And that's one of my main principles. What I've learned firsthand is that it's about our client and what is best for them in a situation. And sometimes it might mean to short sale. Sometimes it might need to modify But whatever is best for them, it's about them. It's not about us. And we believe in treating them first so that they will come back to us later and and refer us business as well.
1: Interesting perspective because there may be some in our audience who are uh, unfamiliar with this concept of a short sale. And so maybe what I could ask now since that's part of what we'd send out in our newsletter to the audience that you and I would be uh, talking about and you would be sharing a bit of your experience and expertise but maybe help um, the audience understand where does a sh- what is a short sale and where does it fit in the range of a equity sale to a foreclosure and sort of just maybe for those who don't know help them to define those types of pr- transactions
5: okay sure i'll start out first with what is a short sale a short sale is basically you're selling your house the same as you would normally a traditional sale what we call but you are, the lender is letting you sell your house for less than what you owe. So if they owe 500000 on the house and the market value right now on the house is three fifty, that $150,000 difference, the bank is forgiving you. And there's been certain laws that have been put into place um, just recently in the last couple of years for them not to pay tax consequences on it. Um, there's also different incentives for them, for them to short sale, but a short sale, a lot of homeowners are unfortunately having to do that because they're upside down and or either have been affected by the means of the economy. Um, but unfortunately, that's kind of the market that we're in. It is a very challenging market, a very stressful situation. A lot for our sellers because a lot of the sellers that we are in contact with are just at the point where they just don't know what to do anymore. They've A lot of them have been in contact or have hired um different third-party people that maybe haven't given what they've promised to them maybe have paid thousands of dollars and still are having a foreclosure possibly happen the next day the next week and they're coming to us distraught not knowing what to do and it's just very stressful for them so we're trying to educate them on where to go what needs to happen and how it needs to happen and there are certain programs that the government just in this last year have put into place they've tried to streamline a lot of the programs to make it a little bit simpler process if possible and they've also put in a lot of incentives for the homeowner to not just let it foreclose but to let it do a short sale to do the responsible thing and to short sell. and so we try to work with our homeowners and tell them that you know it's the responsible thing to do and You're basically selling your home and, you know, sometimes getting the cash incentive to short sell your home as well.
1: I'm intrigued and want to know more about the cash incentive. Where does that come from and who's providing it?
5: The cash incentives right now are being provided by some of the major banks. And basically what happens is when we get an offer, the bank has us put together a short sale package for them. And in that package... We prepare what's called a HUD settlement, and we do uh, certain things so that we can um, present that to the bank. And the bank is paying that for the homeowner. And the banks are paying up to $30,000 right now, Rick, for them to short sell because they are not wanting to foreclose. It's costing them less money to do a short sale than to foreclose. And, and, and not everybody's going to qualify for that. Everyone's situation is different. But there's a lot of major banks right now that are actually marketing to us agents to try to work with these homeowners to do um, a short sale so that they don't let it foreclose. Because you have to remember when they foreclose, a lot of people neglect their house. They don't take care of things. You know, things are neglected. And if they do a short sale, it's just um, sold a little bit more responsibly and it's probably in a better that's the word I'm trying to think of. It's in a better um, situation for them, you know. So it's it's definitely happened a lot more. Years ago when we first started doing short sales, they weren't given any incentives at all. So it's it's definitely, you know, if someone's listening today and they're and wanting to know more about that, we can definitely, you know, help them with that and answer some of the questions. But it is, it's a great um, program.
1: You said earlier about patients and um, I guess... My experience with short sales is somewhat anecdotal, so I'd like your, your professional expertise on this, uh, Michelle. And that is, if you're on either side of the transaction, either you're looking to purchase a property and it's being offered through a short sale or you're the seller, wh- wh- what type of timeline can they ex- should they expect to take for this transaction?
5: Well, Rick, they have streamlined a lot of the process right now. We have some banks that are saying that they can give us short sale approval within 10 days. We have some that take a little bit longer. It could take up to two, three, four months, depending on, you know, the bank. And like I said, every situation is different. It can be very stressful, and it can be a long process. But what we try to do when we are representing the sellers, we try to update them and let them know what's happening in this situation, as well as our buyer's agents, or if we're representing the buyer. Um, but we do have, um, you know, we just had one a, a few months ago where we closed escrow, we funded, we recorded, and the very next day my buyers, who I was represented, um, had a notice on their door because the house foreclosed. So there's a lot of confusion and craziness that can happen in a short sale. So we we really have to stay on top of it and you know, it it just is a very challenging time right now because it's a different department, sometimes a foreclosure department, the short sale department, but it's a long, lengthy process, and we really have compassion for our sellers and really walk through it with them and just help them to, you know, just stay in there and, and just be able to go back to our philosophy is where we never give up, and we just keep persevering, and we just keep following the process, and we just keep following up, but it's, It's a long process. I know we call it a short sale, but I I like to call it a long sale (laughs) because it could sometimes take a little bit longer than than possible.
1: Uh, We're going to take our third and final sponsorship break. Michelle, when we come back, I guess I'm going to ask you to think about over the break and share with our audience challenges that are facing sort of your industry. Uh, If you could explain a challenge and maybe what you and your partners are doing to mitigate that challenge and and help give us a sense of, of, of what you're facing as a business professional entrepreneur in the real estate arena, okay?
5: Okay, thanks, Richard. All right, ladies and
1: gentlemen, hang around for Michelle's answer to that question and a few more here today on Critical Mass Radio Show, but we're going to take a pause and spend a few minutes with a couple of our sponsors.
0: Do you want a free analysis of your inbound marketing? Do you want it in 30 seconds or less? Then check out Marketing Grader. The free marketing tool from HubSpot. It's simple. Just go to MarketingGrader.com, enter the URL that you want to analyze, and MarketingGrader will instantly give you a detailed report grading your lead generation, mobile marketing, social media, competitive benchmarking, and more. It's simple, it's powerful, and it's free. MarketingGrader.com
6: and learn more about our executive peer group.
1: Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Michelle Seiler is our guest. She's a professional real estate agent, and she has great expertise in the area of short sales. Before the break, Michelle, we said we're going to ask you to talk about challenge facing the industry, uh, the business, do you have one that you can share with our audience?
5: Yes, Rick. I think probably um, the biggest challenge that we have right now is communication in our industry, and that could mean communication, again, going back to our short sales. It sometimes could be a little bit challenging or stressful to get to the right party to figure out what is actually happening. We have homeowners that have almost completed the short sale process and have been in my office probably a week before. I just had one a couple of months ago where it was a week before we were going to close escrow and they just got cold feet and they were being um, notified by a company that was a fraudulent company trying to get them to pay X amount of dollars to help save their home and you know that's probably one of the biggest challenges is the confusing the communication and also the trust factor too because You have to remember a lot of these people that are in these situations have trusted probably the wrong people, the wrong parties, and gaining their trust is really huge because we have to show them and we have to perform for them the short sale and we have to close it to the end. And a lot of times there could be some hiccups in it. There could be some challenges that we have to jump over. And, again, it's bringing our our sellers back if we're dealing with the seller or the buyers back to – the situation and just educate them on, you know, what's going on in, in this unpredictable market. You just never know. We've had many things, many challenges. Um, I have to think back to one that I had not too long ago. That was with a major lender. And this lady was referred to me by somebody, and her house was foreclosing on a Friday. Or on a Friday, she called me. The house was foreclosing on a Monday, and we had to stop it. And the only way we could stop the foreclosure is if we had an an offer on it we got the offer somehow <laughs> we did our due diligence we worked very hard we got the offer and we hadn't got to the right person so what i had to do is i had to get the ceo on the company of this major bank to stop the sale hours before it was going to sale on that monday morning even though we had the offer they still were saying, "Okay, you have the offer, but still we're not sure if we're going to postpone it if we're going to you know allow the short sale to happen, so you know that's probably you know that was one of our biggest challenges, and that's always a challenge is just the communication and the factors that lie upon it in this unpredictable market and things that change daily you know
1: Michelle, it sounds like and fr- again, my experience is anecdotal, and some research that I did in prepping for you to be my guest today but this is also an emotional time for the seller, and I would think as an agent you're also getting involved in helping with a transaction, dealing with the emotions that may be, that come along with selling your home through a short sale process. Is that true?
5: Yes, it's very emotional, and the reason why it's emotional is because these people, a lot of people have family, have children that go to local schools in the area. They have maybe raise their families there had babies there you know they this is their nest this is their home and it's just not something that they sell you know it's it's a very emotional thing and we're very compassionate and we're very patient with walking them through the process making sure they understand and trying to hold their hand through it but there's many times where i've had a lot of my sellers in here just saying i can't do this anymore michelle we we just can't do this we're going to let it go to foreclosure this is just too much for us, and we have to kind of bring them back and walk them through the process. But a lot of things have changed in the last few years, and in the last few years, since short sales have been more predominant in our market, they ha- the lending for short sales, for people that have short sold their houses in the past, the lending has also Loosened up a little bit for them to purchase again, sometimes they could purchase anywhere from two to three years after a short sale, depending on what time of what type of short sale they did and how it was structured, and so forth. So we bring them back to that, saying, you know okay, remember let 's think of the future you know you know let 's think of two or three years from the down the road and you know you could probably buy again and you could save and you're underwater two, three four hundred five hundred thousand dollars, and just trying to really put it. On paper and make it make sense for them where it's black and white, and taking the emotion out of it, even though it is it is very emotional and it's it's very hard for them. And we, are we just have to be as, as patient as we can. But it is um, it's a very tough thing to do. You know, these are people, and I have to tell people that sometimes these are people, these are homeowners, and you know they have a part in it, a huge part in it.
1: Okay, so let's go on the other side of the transaction. I recognize that you do a lot of work with people that are selling their homes through a short sale process. But from a from a buyer's perspective, can a short sale offer a buyer an opportunity to save money relative to going through an equity sale or even maybe through a foreclosure auction?
5: Sure. A buyer definitely is captivating on the market. I work with a lot of buyers as well and represent buyers in short sales a, a lot of the times right now. And they are definitely, uh, there are a lot of buyers out there, and there is a lot of competition right now because it is a good market and because these prices are a lot generally lower than they were years ago. So they are definitely a lot lower and and a better market for them to purchase in. Um, But usually um, it can be a challenge because of our inventory right now and because of the supply and demand right now that there is.
1: Okay, so that's interesting because I heard um, an economist speak last week who said in Orange County, he's an economist with Chapman, and he said that the that the um, under four hundred thousand dollar home market is really quite strong, um, with a lot of transactions and competition from buyers. Is is uh, it, are you seeing that as well? The the lower priced homes. Um, what's yeah, your experience our average in the price- market?
5: Is is definitely under three hundred thousand. Probably most of my buyers that I work with are probably in that price range. We um, in our office currently, what I've seen a lot happen with our listings is we'll have um, a numerous amount of offers because of the supply and demand. But definitely there is there is a demand for the buyers and there is you know inventory for them. However, what happens is is we sometimes get in a multiple offer situation because. You know, there might be 20 offers, 10 offers, 5 offers. But there is, um, uh, sure, there's a lot of buyers in that market in that price range, most definitely. Because if you compare a lot of these buyers that are in the $300,000 and under, for them to rent, they're comparing it to rent, and I think that's where we're getting a lot of these buyers from is the first-time buyers, is for them to rent versus purchasing, it doesn't make sense for them. And that's where a lot of these buyers are coming from. The new buyers, the buyers that probably haven't taken the risk that the, you know, other homeowners have been in for a while that have good jobs, good income, you know, there's there are a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them with cash and a lot of them with down payments as well.
1: And the affordability, given these unheard of interest rates, really this is um, – We'll probably look back on these times, and while we have the, <clears throat> the negative drag of foreclosures and people losing their homes, et cetera, the other side of it is, is that you, you, you are starting to see some green shoots of first-time buyers who are coming into the market, which maybe in the future will be you know, buying their second home at later. So there, there, there does seem to be some ray of hope in the housing market here in Southern California.
5: Yeah, most definitely. I have seen just in the last few months, a little peak in the market of the prices because of our supply and demand but i think definitely we are seeing that because of the first-time homeowners the rates and the prices have not been this low in over 40 years and it's it's you know it's unheard of the rates are in sometimes in the three percent three point seven five you know up to in the fours but it's it's definitely a good time for them to captivate and to purchase, and it will be a good stepping stone for them to go ahead and, you know, gain that equity and then move up in, you know, three to five years. And, you know, it's it's not like some of those loans that some of our buyers purchased, you know, years back. It's, you know, it's a fixed rate in, you know, in 3 to 4%. So it's definitely a good stepping stone for them, and there is a lot of first-time buyers and a lot of people, I think, that sold out, saved money, have been wise and have made some really good decisions, and that now are captivating on that. And we do have a lot of buyers that also have cash, believe it or not, that offer full price on on homes, even three to four hundred, five hundred thousand, that have maybe sold their home years ago and were just waiting for the market to drop, and are offering now with their cash that they sold from their home as well.
1: Interesting. If someone would like to learn more about what you. How they find you online? What website would be the right one for them to go to?
5: Um, You can go to my website, which is David and Michelle Seiler, and you spell out and, A-N-D, Michelle Seiler, and that's S-E-I-L-E-R.com. Or you can go to my Facebook page. I know a lot of people are on Facebook now. My Facebook page is Short Sale California. Or you could go to my YouTube page, and I have a lot of YouTube videos about short sales, traditional sales, buyers, sellers and that YouTube channel is Short Sale California as well, or you can you can search my name also and you can find me. Thank is is you this where I give out my phone number too, Rick?
1: Absolutely.
5: Okay. You can also reach me, of course, on my cell phone, which is 714-928-9458. That's 714-928-9458. You can text me or call me. You can reach me um, either way. You can message me securely on Facebook, the Short Sale California page, or you can email me also, to at michelle at com.
1: Well, thank you for sharing a little bit about what you know about the short sale market as well as the conditions in the general real estate market here in Southern California. Thanks for being prepared, and welcome to the critical mass business community, Michelle.
5: Thank you so much, Rick. I really appreciate it. And if you want to have me back again, I would love to talk more about our our market in any way it can help anybody as well.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll probably take you up on that. Thank you, Michelle.
5: Okay, thank you so much.
1: All right, well, today was an interesting show. I hope that you enjoyed both of our guests. You know, we kind of build this as sales professionals and short sales today, I thought... Um, was an interesting opportunity to get a market update and also talk to a business entrepreneur, entrepreneur in the real estate market who has found a way to um, take what maybe others see as a challenge and turn it into a business opportunity. I really didn't get a chance to talk about that with Michelle, but that's what one of the many things that impressed me as I learned more about her, as well as the fact that she's very much into education. Her brand is a lot of good content on the different sites that she had talked about, especially their YouTube channel. So if you're curious to learn more, you can do it very easily from uh, following her YouTube channel. Well, this is Rick Franzi, who is the host of Critical Mass Radio Show, Critical Mass Nonprofit Show, and Critical Mass Coast to Coast, all here on octalkradio.net. I'd like to thank my producer today, Pablo Roberto, our uh, marketing director, Kelly Faltus. And I am your talent, the host, Rick Franzi, saying until the next chance we have to speak, here's hoping that all of your decisions move your business in a positive direction.
0: You've been listening to Critical Mass, the radio show, only on OC Talk
4: Radio dot net